0: What up, what up, what up, people, it's your boy Lobo Savage, aka One Take Shouty, aka Wild McGilligan, aka Jamaican Jesus, aka Just Josh, man, what's up, people, uh, damn, new year, I know, I know, y'all are already starting off with this negativity crap talking about i'm late where's the next drop i need my fix please just drop the negative all right new year we're moving in a positive manner all right what i say about lime life last time changing our environment in a positive manner positivity starts with you anyways happy new year y'all uh i hope it's going well so far what are we Four days in, I don't know, if you like me, things are popping off, crazy stuff, a lot of ups and downs already, but we still here, nobody can knock us off our pivot, we're savages, wolves, remember that, if you into it, lions, but you know, I always say, lions perform in the circus, wolves don't be, but anyways, let's jump right into it, as you can probably tell, I'm feeling in my bag today, I'm in my zone. I got a nice little shout out, some positive feedback from my family there out there in Ohio. I love all of y'all. I don't have co-workers. I don't have friends. I just got family. Remember that. But, um, yeah, so let's jump into today. Today, I want to cover something that I feel is extremely important especially in this day and age with how a lot of people are moving how we approach our problems how we seek out solutions if we even are seeking out solutions or anything of that sort but um i think people need to understand something you know people find me aggressive a lot of the time Say I'm a bit extreme, but you know what? I'm a lever. That's my horoscope, man. So daily, I like to go through an internal dialogue with myself to remind myself why I'm here, what I'm doing here, and how I have to approach things in this life, because people say I'm always at war. Well, I am always at war. It's a war going on outside, and no one's safe from it. I call it World War III. It's the war within ourselves. I like to share dialogue with others, even though it's my internal dialogue, because I feel that it might wake y'all up, help you realize what's going on around you. We got all this virtual reality popping off, all this AI talk, robots are going to replace us. Well, guess what? They already have. They started to at least. Man, I missed a toll, lady. Don't you miss when you used to drive through a toll and you can hand the lady Your shiny, shiny quarters. About your dirty ass little coin bin in the car. Because you got so many dirty coins up in there. But you always had that shiny quarter to hand her. Well, guess what? Sun Pass, E Pass, Fast Pass. Those are robots. They replaced her. And for us not to be replaced. We got to get in our zone. So let's jump into that zone. Let's quit the comfort. Comfort's my greatest fear. Complacency. It's disgusting. I'm gonna fight until my fear submits to my dreams. And I won't stop till that day. Every man's success can only be defined by the man himself we decide what success is you decide if it's that house on the hill that you want that shiny new car that pool not filled with water filled with hot women in bikinis you decide don't let society decide for you society decides only what you allow it to so if the world's opinions have a place in your heart and they ain't paying rent, it's time to make a change. A long time ago, eh, not too long ago, I actually wrote a post, but since you uh, illiterate folks, or folks that are just too lazy to read, or folks who didn't know I wrote, they thought I just goofed off in class. At work, in my spare time, I decided we should put it on audio. We should share this as a podcast. Originally, I had shared a nice little poem by Dylan Thomas called Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. Rage against the dying of the light. And honestly, that poem spoke to me. It made me realize a lot of things. It gave me perspective. The poem says that even at the end of life, when grave men are near death, they must burn with life. People, humans, I don't know if anything other than humans is listening to this, but if y'all are, y'all are way ahead of the game, and I salute you, but the poem its life-affirming, and really, I don't see a lot of life going on out there. I see a lot of existing, just happy where we're at, and in order to get higher, and I'm not talking about rolling up a joint and blazing one but to get closer to our potential, to climb that mountain, to reach the promised land. It's almost as if we wait on a hand to reach out, grab ours and pull us up. But you can't do that. Because a lot of the times, the day that hand reaches down, it never comes. You can't wait on others. Willy Wonka, you gave us a bad example. You just, you just set a horrible example for us. Nobody, we, we're not going to get the golden ticket. I'm guilty of it too, people. I play Powerball weekly, sometimes twice a week. Mega Millions, lottery, whatever you want to call it. I'm a degenerate gambler at times. But that's not the proper way to gamble. I always hope there was that one day When I just look at the ticket. And all the numbers align. And it was my day. To join the billionaire boys club. But you know what? I still play it. There's a little thing called hope. You know we can always hope for things. But. If you're not working on the side. Nothing's really going to come of it. Things we work for in this life. We appreciate more. If we're handed it. We got no sweat equity in the game. We didn't shed no blood, we didn't shed no tears for whatever it is that we have acquired. We were just given it. So how are we supposed to respect it? So today, I wanna remind you all of your flame. We all got a flame, some burning brighter than others. But in order to really understand your flame, I think it best to explain where my flame came from i think i touched on it last podcast i am a cancer survivor life attempted to out my flame i don't think it should take some kind of epic traumatic life event for you to realize how special you really are no flames forever There's a lot of trends, fads, things that come and go. So, light that flame up and make sure in your time on earth you build something timeless. So that when you're gone, it lives on. My goal is to build something that will last longer than my flesh. Life's a thing we take very lightly. I don't think anyone's born taking themselves too seriously. The question is, is that really a bad thing? But anyways, back to the cancer. Don't worry, we're not going to be talking about cancer every podcast that I jump on. I just think it's important for this intro because this this is it's my paradigm shift. It's that moment when everything changes for me. It was that moment when God said, boy, get right or get left. And you know me. I can't get left. But it was a perfect opportunity to step outside myself. Look how far I come. And how far I actually still needed to go. No need to get all mushy into the medical situation. What you got to understand is. It's almost as if life went against me I was reminded that I was mortal sometimes I get all high on my mighty horse and I feel at one with the gods don't call me Kanye though but it was a moment for me that said check yourself son." My entire life, I'd say up to 17, I maintained. I kept enough fighting me just to maintain, but I never truly unleashed the beast, because it wasn't proper. Ooh, that computer Boy. scared me. But anyways, like I said, it wasn't proper. It's not what gentlemen did. As we grow up, as we go to school there are a lot of lessons put in place to keep us within the confines of a specific cage. You should do this, you can do that, but you shouldn't. Or you must do this. Why? Nobody ever tells you, but because society says. And honestly, if you think back, society was made by a man, a woman, an elder, that was once just like you and me. So, if one man or woman can decide, or a few men or women can decide how things must go, how we must act in order to be labeled, civilized, or an upstanding member in society. If a few men and women can do that, why can't you redefine it? Anyways, back to that sickness they call cancer. When I was told I had cancer, I didn't really have time to cry for myself. No sympathy needed, no empathy, no nothing. There's just a moment in life where, like any moment, there's always a fork in the road. And you have to make a choice. Go left or go right. Except my choices. Or fight. Flight. Or pray for a good night. You either lean on faith. Lean on hope. Or you stand up. Feel the glory of your own weight. A lot of people got a lot of reasons that they wake up every morning. But we all have that one reason that really gets us up and out of bed. It's that reason that doesn't allow you to hit the alarm clock. Hit that snooze. Two, three, four times. It's that one that when you think about it. When it crosses your mind. You jump out of bed could be a dependent spouse, could be your favorite child, maybe a sickly elder. who knows, whatever the reason that you act as you do, I hope, I really hope that that reason lies in the thing that makes you you. A man who acts in the name of others is not a man. He's simply a self-proclaimed representative and nobody likes those. Perfect example of men who act in the name of other men are our terrorists nowadays, domestic and foreign, out here committing atrocities in the name of God the question is would God really sign off on your acts or like a criminal says I had to sell drugs my kids were hungry or I had to steal this loaf of bread I needed to feed my family I highly doubt that others would sign off on your actions that's all I'm saying there's always another way. Always. Remember that. But anyways. Not that I was bashing faith earlier. It's nothing wrong with faith. Shouts out to all you religious people. But my run in with faith. My introduction. To Christianity. It was a good one. No real, you know, it wasn't forced on me. Uh, my grandparents were missionaries. I learned love in the house of God, but as it pertains to today's conversation, Christianity's a funny thing, and Christians don't feel like I'm picking on you. I'm just saying, y'all got a lot of dirt in your history books. Some skeletons you need to clean out that closet. But there's nothing wrong with Christians nowadays. You know, some of them a little, eh, are a little amped. Come off like CrossFitters sometime. I want to tell you everything about, uh, hello, do you know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Like, look, I thought the relationship with God was supposed to be personal. Back up off my doorstep. But anyways, like I said, Christianity is a funny thing. A lot of skeletons in the closet. How Christianity came to be, how it exists in today's society, and the division within it. There's a lot of things that make me question. Their motives, hidden agendas, pastors driving nice cars, you know? And what do they tell you? Keep praying on your problems. Just keep praying. Well, you know what? Tired of the Messiah mentality. I'm not going to just pray on my problems. I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to do something about it. Cause God only helps those that help themselves, And that's my belief. I don't sit inside a church on Sunday, listen to a pastor preach about the plans God has for me. My relationship with God became real. And I mean, really real inside my hospital room. He said, do you my boy? Cause at the end of this suffering they call life, You'll only have yourself to hold responsible for the good and the bad that has consumed you. Small raft you float on, it's your own. Over time, you may find some shipmates. You may even build a larger vessel. But those who sail with you sail on their own accord. These men and women, they don't follow you, they join you. In search of their own glory their own legend their own legacy and it was with those words that I realized it's time to lay waste to the Messiah mentality it's almost as if it were a disease it makes us weak I truly believe no one's coming to save you. We only have parents for so long. They're very protective of us as children. And yes, they come to our rescue. Oh, the baby's about to touch the hot stove. Dad runs in. Snatches you up. Snatches the soul out of you. You don't even know what happened because you ain't even see him coming. But that only lasts so long. As an adult, you're going to turn on the stove. And if you aren't smart enough and you decide to put your hand on it, you're going to get burned. I'm the product of my own choices. I am the result of my life's decisions. No one knows how my story will end. But my parents can be credited with its beginning. All of you out there, I want you to think about something. And I want you to think real hard on this. What was your first fight? First fight ever. Alright, that's enough time. Because I can see you were thinking in the wrong direction. I won my first fight. Just as you did. Before I was even born fight more than a hundred million of my brothers and sisters just to get a chance at life and when I consider their possible contributions to this world I got a lot to prove to make sure that my first fight wasn't won by luck the messiah mentality was originally handed down from the slave era, at least for a young African-American such as myself. Masters introduced Christianity to their slaves. It's my belief it was used to keep them in line, give them that little glimmer of hope, but make sure they keep picking cotton all day. The idea that a Messiah will come to your rescue It's a comforting concept. Slaves prayed to European Jesus to end their anguish. I don't think it ended soon enough. And sadly, the ghost of slavery still haunts us to this day. Shouts out to all the people in Libya. Free them. But anyways, some of you, I can't really say much. Just pray on. But for me, no one's coming to save me. So when it comes to my religious views, I do a lot of mixing. I was raised a Christian. This may sound stupid to some of y'all, but I'm an enthusiast of Greek mythology and Norse mythology. And it was the Vikings that really introduced me to this concept of no one's coming to save you. You must put in your own work. Get up, get out and get something. My version of God is one of strength and action. The Vikings believe they must earn their place in Valhalla. A lot of these churches out here, they have the congregation believing you can pray your way into the pearly gates. A life of obedience. May earn you a place in the pearly gates. But. It was the death of my faith. And someone coming to save me. That was the birth of my urge to earn my place in the sky. In life. Mothers and fathers. They're proud of their children's achievements and disappointed in their transgressions. If your transgressions outweigh your achievements, you end up being labeled a disappointment. Maybe even the black sheep of the family. But in my eyes, God, the father of our existence, sends disappointments to the land of the damned. Hell, as some of you may call it. The successful earn a place at the table in the sky. If your ability to reach your potential determined, your eternal damnation, how would you approach tomorrow? How would you approach life in general? pretty sure it would be a bit different than you might have done today. What you need to know is beyond my goals and my dreams lies immortality. If I fail, I don't believe there will be any pardons. There's no way for effort in my world. I believe people find their truest form in stressful situations. When it's life or death, you find out who you really are. So as I said earlier, when people ask me, Josh, what the hell, man, it's not that serious. I got to tell them, yes, it is. Any man, woman, or child that boarded my vessel is my responsibility. And yes, if you're listening right now, you're on this vessel. You're along for the ride. You can't get off till the first season is over. I'm sorry. If I gotta call your mama and tell her to load it up on the computer and press play and turn the speakers up, I will. But we're on a journey right now and you ain't jumping off in the middle of this ocean. This ship will dock in the promised land. I will not fail, sons and daughters of Savage Land. Survival is just the first chapter. First season, if you wanna call it. The savagery is unleashing the beast that lies within. And that spills over into all chapters. The beast, you say. I think the beast is that piece of you that science can't explain. It's the 21 grams Dr. Duncan McDougall spoke of. For those of you that aren't familiar with McDougall's work, I suggest you, GTS, Google that shit. My beast was unleashed and he refuses to be caged ever again. I will not keep calm to comfort others. I won't bow to the request of others. Simply to become the man they claim I need to be everybody's got an opinion everybody's got an idea of what you should do how you should be i think it's time you shut your mouth alright if it doesn't pertain to you personally i don't want you two cents i don't want you telling me how to live my life a lot of people have ideas trust me a lot of people Want to tell me how I should be, who I should be. But sadly, they don't realize this ship sailed a long time ago. I'm in search of my destiny, not the one you're trying to create for me. And I damn sure don't believe in fate. Fate is just a thing, it just is. It's like when you turn around and someone's already on their way to sucker punch you. Unless you're Jackie Chan, of course, or Bruce Lee, Jet Li, whoever. You might be able to dodge that punch, but for the rest of us normal folk, we just gotta sit there and hope our nose don't break. That's why we don't buy into fate. Nothing's set in stone. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. But if you don't think on the same scale as me, you'll never be able to imagine the world I'm forging for my people. All limelifers, all savages. And if you haven't seen the vision, you have no business commenting how i should go about things because it's very likely that your destination your target for me i'm not even aiming that way your boundaries they lie where you place them if you allow others to build a fence around you that is your cage don't speak to me about the cage you'd like me to exist in The average man builds barriers way too close to his current position. He doesn't want to go far. No venturing into the unknown. He just wants to build walls around himself and feel safe. I live by the belief that a man who searches for his boundaries ultimately finds them. I choose to lime in this life. I leave that existing to the obedient, waiting for a treat from their false idols. So when you see me raging daily, think back on what you heard today. Every day is a testament. Lobo Savage will not go gently into the good night. Because he's raging against the dying of the light. To out my candle, you need way more than this world has to offer. So don't build your own cage. Don't let others build a cage for you. Unleash the beast because no one's coming to save you. It's up to you to stand up for yourself. You are in charge of your own torch your responsibility to keep the flame going not another we'll cover it in another podcast but so many distractions in this world we allow other people to determine our own happiness our own mood sometimes I think that's ridiculous because when you're happy with yourself they say what is it what is it saying you can't love someone till you love yourself it's true when you can find the entire spectrum of emotion within yourself, then it's time for you to go out and approach the world. Be the master of your own ship. Because in all honesty, we're, we're, we're all born alone. And it's very possible some of us will die alone. I'm actually starting to accept that fact and I'm actually starting to embrace it. I really enjoy myself. Like, I enjoy my time with myself, just sitting, staring at walls, thinking about stuff. I don't need to share all my thoughts with people. A lot of people think I'm crazy. I probably am crazy. I'm a Libra. We're born crazy. A bit eccentric at times, too. But like I said unleash the beast people we only come through this life once you don't get a second try you know you just don't unless you believe in reincarnation of course more power to you but I highly doubt you're gonna be able to achieve as much as a cockroach compared to what you could achieve as a human and yeah a lot of you are coming back as cockroaches And if I come back, I'm coming back as an elephant, just so you know. Stepping on that ass. Just kidding. But, like I said, earn your place. Don't stray from your faith. But make sure you put things in place to achieve what you've already prayed for. Don't you want God to salute you? Respect you? You know, some of your dreams out there, I don't think they're big enough. Now, if you're a simple person and you just want simple things, it's okay. You and me, we define success for ourselves differently. There's no problem with that. But at the end of the day, it's got to be for you. Whatever you're doing, it's got to be for you. As long as it's for you, I salute you and I respect you. Make sure it's not for anyone else. Do not box yourself in. There is so much life to live, there are so many places to go, so many people to meet. And what do you need to reach all these places and meet all these people? You already have all the tools inside remember that people unleash the beast why because no one's coming to save you i love all of y'all thank you for tuning into this actually this is last week's podcast but we doing it this week because new year's got crazy just remember i respect you i treat you as my equal aim higher go further fail often so you can succeed quicker it's nothing to be scared of in this life until next time people keep it lime